What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1199 of Ask Pat 2.0. And what's really cool about these episodes as we close in on the year here is these are our Where Are They Now episodes. These are sort of like in Shark Tank where they bring back somebody who had partnered with one of the sharks, and they talk about how the business has been doing. Well, nobody partnered with any sharks here, but I definitely had conversations with these people before, and we went deep, and we've unlocked some things And we're now back with these people to talk about, well, what has happened since unlocking or letting go of certain things? And letting go is definitely something we're talking about today with David Orozco, who was balancing a couple brands and trying to figure out, well, which one do I focus on? How do I organize my business? And it's really interesting because coming out of that conversation, which you'll hear about today, David unlocked so many things in his brain to help make decisions more clear for himself and his business moving forward. And we talk about somebody he hired, we talk about his wife a little bit, and we talk about some other things that you can do as you move forward and make decisions in your brand. So this is so much fun because I remember this episode specifically and I could see it in David's face, just what we unlocked for him. And we're gonna talk about that right now. So here is David Orozco from OrozcoNutrition.com. David, welcome back to Ask Pat. Good to see you again. Good to hear from you. Hey, Pat. It is truly an honor not only to be on here once, but the second time. This is great, and it's great to see you and spend this time with you. I've got a lot of great updates for you. Oh, I'm so excited. I know that you know these are my favorite kinds of episodes because we have transformations and we can sort of see them in real time, if you will. I remember our last conversation. It was very memorable for me because not everybody could see but I think a lot of people could hear, but I got to see like the literal transformation that was happening in your mind and in your brain the last time we chatted. There was a lot of aha moments, as they say. And if you could recall the last time we chatted, what were the biggest things and takeaways from the last conversation? And then we can get into what did you do from there? So what what do you remember from last time? Yeah, Pat, I'm so glad you're bringing that up. I, I wrote notes because I was like, all right, these are the <laughs> these are the things that really have seen major changes and transformations that really stemmed almost mostly from that one podcast episode. First was the realization that I didn't have to change my the name of my practice, the name of my business, which was TD Wellness. And you can hear where I'm going with this because I said was. And you, you told me, you know, the other thing that was big around that was that you can really just consolidate both the podcast website, One Small Bite, with the TD Wellness, and that would be good. And that one small bite can kind of become the the brand of its own, the name of its own. And that really sat well with me. And I thought, wow, you know, it's really interesting. But I do have to tell you, there was one little itch that I, I couldn't scratch, and that is the word nutrition. It's not in the name, and the word wellness was. And so just a little digression here. The problem with wellness is that it has a lot of healthism connotations to it. And that's not the direction. That's not the practice that I do. Honestly, when people are searching for me, they're not searching for a wellness expert. They're searching for a dietitian or a nutritionist. I talked to my wife and I told her all about our episode. And she's like, oh, this sounds great. But you know, maybe we just use that as the company name or the sort of umbrella name. And then maybe we look at a DBA. And actually, that was the direction that I went. I hired a branding company and we ended up going to, instead of one small bite, we went to Orozco Nutrition. 
Now, this is profound, and I'll tell you why this is really, really important. At first, when they said, I was like, what? No, why not just stay with TD Wellness and and say something like, one small bite? And they said, well, David, you are the brand. You are the name. And then don't you understand? You have always told us about your mother and your father. So Rosco Nutrition isn't just about you. It is what you founded your practice on. It was the experience that you had with your mother dying from cancer and your father dying of cancer and what you wanted to do. And when they said that, I was like, oh, wow. And she said, you know, you still have TD Wellness in that. And that's the umbrella term of the company. You're just really doing this at DBA. When I talked to other friends, they told me, David, you don't have to change your insurance stuff. As long as you do a DBA, you don't have to really do all of those crazy changes with the insurance. So was that in your head when you were considering this was like, oh no, this is like going to be an administrative nightmare and it's going to take a lot of work to change over? Yeah. And it was, it was a lot of work, but it was so well worth it. I mean, it was really so well worth it. And part of me was remembering our conversation and I'm like, oh man, Pat's not going to like that. (laughs) I didn't keep DD Wellness. And then I thought to myself, no, no, he didn't say that. That's not what he was saying, you know? And, And I think that the terminology is important, but what's really, really important is the story. And, you know, you told me about how Trisha is going to be part of the story. And then I I really thought about that, you know, because I read Donald Miller's book. Story Brand. And I've also, yeah, and I also read, um, there's another person, she, about storytelling as well. Just really good stuff. So that's where I went with that. And that's where I started transitioning. The other thing that we talked about in our episode was the 20 itch rule. And I love that. And, you know, I heard that before you had mentioned it on the podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Really, I need to focus 80% of my time on the things that need to get done. And 20% of the time on the shiny box, on the thing that I want to enjoy or the thing that I want to try new. That really led into something really profound. And this is really big, Pat, because one of the other things that we had mentioned was my comparison to other people in my world. You know, you had mentioned that you listened to the Model Health Show with, yep. um, what's his name? Sean Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, Sean Stevenson. And and I, I thought, yeah, see, that's really big because I'm comparing myself to someone like that or to, to other people in, in my field and the type of nutrition that I practice. And you said something profound. You said, you got to compare yourself to last week, to last month, and to last year. And what ended up happening from that message right there, that uh, comment that you laid in there was, I really wanted to focus on building my team, the ON team, Orosco Nutrition team. That's really where it started going. And it's not a comparison of where I'm going to be or where I should be compared to this person. It's like, what did we change in the last few weeks or in the last month? Where are we now? And that that really made a, another big change. So I'm proud to say that I've got a nice full staff now. I hired three dietitians that are on my staff and business is great. And my website is up and running and it just, it really, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps talking about this right now. <laughs> I saw the website. I went to tdwellness.com because that's what I remembered. And I was like, Oh, there's. We need to talk about this because it's going to Orozco uh, Nutrition, which I love the name. It rolls off the tongue. The acronym is O N, so we could be on it. Right, right, exactly. 
it's like so legit and it has your name in it. And I think that whoever you were working with was very smart in pointing you in that direction. And I'm glad that our conversation sort of sparked an idea to go deeper into what this brand was. And really in our last conversation, it was about the ability to not have to have things always be separate, but they can all be combined in one. I'm so glad you went down this route. I love that you're hiring a team. Just congratulations on all that success. And I think that profound sort of thought of, you know, comparing yourself to yourself last month, to yourself last year, that exponentially over time is going to serve you so, so well. Because yes, there's Sean Stevenson, there's all these other people in the same space, but they're not like you. They're not Orozco. They don't have your story. They don't have your ability and people will want to follow you and not them. I mean, there's so many other deeper things that I can go into, but I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to save myself a little bit. I, I will say there are two really deep things that I, I just want to bring out. And one was along with that Orozco Nutrition, you know, one of the things that my wife, my wife is just amazing, but one of the things that my wife was saying to me, she would say to me, David, do things because it's really what drives you. It's, it's your purpose. It's important because you are helping people. You are helping people not end up in the same situation your mother and your father did. And stop trying to make money. Because if you focus in on what's the next big buck, what's the next big sale, what's the big name, you're going to end up really falling short a lot of times. And she's said it in more ways than one, but that was very profound. And then the other thing was the story. You just mentioned that. You know, Roscoe Nutrition is is not just my story. It's my parents' story and how my transformation occurred through the unfortunate circumstances that my parents went through, being in a heavy body and dealing with quack supplements that they shouldn't have been taking instead of using conventional medical treatments for cancer and going on diets that didn't work for them and gaining the weight back. And, and you know, that's, that, those stories really resonated a lot more. And then there was one other thing that we talked about right at the very end. And you hit me with this one because it was like a taste of my own medicine. I was talking about how the type of work that I do, I know is a, a bit controversial because it's anti-diet, compassion-driven or compassion-focused nutrition that moves away from weight loss and the idea that we have to focus on a person's body shape or size in order to achieve this well-being. And you said, you know, David, what, what is important is, and I want to quote you here, you said, give them what they want, but show them what they need. And I was like, oh man, that's so good. <laughs> you know, I think that was so, so beneficial to hear because that resonated with me a whole lot because that's something that I work on a lot with the clients that, uh, that I help. And it wasn't so much that I need to force them to do what I do or not think of their weight or, you know, not use that as, as a barometer as much as, yeah, that's what I'll give you for right now. But, um, hmm. Have you paid attention to this or have you noticed that? So my messaging has changed. What's on my website has changed. All of that has changed a lot more in it. And I think it really resonates, again, with that story, you know, that the hero's journey, so to speak. That's so great. Thank you. Thank you for going a little bit deeper with us on that last point. And it's very similar to what Simon Sinek says, which is start with why, right? When you start with why with your client, for example, then you get into what lights them up or what would get them to start then doing the how and the what's. I love that you've, you're focusing in on that with your clients. It, it offers a little bit more of a personalized approach, which people today, especially 
just want to be heard. They just want to be listened to and they want to know that somebody else is out there and recognizes them and cares for them. And, and that's what you're doing. Uh, I love what your wife said to you as well. I think that's um, always a great reminder. And I think she and I would get along very well because as you know, we're always in the same camp there. And I always say your earnings are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. And it's so interesting because it's very counterintuitive, but it's so true because when you take the money first approach, when you go, what's going to be our next big launch, for example, or how do we double our revenue next year? It's always going to be coming from a place of me first, right? Or selfishness, right? But when you take the serve first approach, then actually as a byproduct, for example, okay, well, if we want to double our income, let's let's go twice as deep with people or let's serve twice as many people, which then can help you earn more income uh, on, on the back end of that. So I'm, I'm so glad that you're practicing that. And again, everybody should check out Orozco Nutrition. It just sits so well. I think that also speaks to the idea of niching down in a bit because wellness encompasses a whole bunch of things, right? And for you to go, yeah, wellness is all these things, but I am nutrition and this is how we do it. And this is my story behind that. It's much easier for a person who's looking for specific help to go find specific help in that way. So tell me what the results have been after making these changes, both in your head and online, what has happened? You said business is, is going well. Tell us what that means exactly. Let me touch on a couple of things and then I'll uh, go ahead and answer your question more directly. But this is similar or related to that. And one was, like I mentioned, I, I had to stop looking for other groups to be a part of. I needed to focus in on my group, my team, my tribe. And I thought that that was really profound that I got from our last episode. And what ended up happening is, I, like I mentioned a little while ago, I now have a team of five so far. And it's not a big practice, but a team of five. I've moved into a new office. You know, we've started moving into an office again and having just a few face-to-face -face consults. Business has picked up significantly, and part of that is related to that niching down that you just mentioned. By using Orozco Nutrition, it really helped me focus in on my avatar, who my audience was. And I know I'd been listening to you since, wow, I think it was been 2018 or so. I know it's not as long as some people have, but and I've, you've talked about this a lot, you know, know your audience, know your audience. And I thought I, I thought I did, but you know, when we did this rebranding, it really helped me bring into focus that my client is the person who exemplifies my mother, my father, the person who is sick and tired of diets, who has gone up and down with their weight. And so we've been able to then focus our practice and we've seen our increase, our percentage of clients increase by at least 30%. Now, that may not seem like a whole lot, but that is huge because that has been able to bring in a lot more of those clients. I'll be honest with you, Pat, one of my biggest fears was losing clients. And I've heard other episodes with other people on as well talking about those uh, kind of things, those fears. But you really do, by niching down, you really do hone in on the people that really want your services. It's much easier to resonate with the words that you're saying when you're speaking specifically to the exact things that a person may need or want. And it is very counterintuitive, especially when, yes, we have access to the internet and on the internet we have access to everybody. So why not help everybody? but you actually end up helping more people because you get you get to go deeper with them. And that's, that's what it sounds like you're doing with your clients now. You're able to go uh, much deeper with them. 
Yeah, precisely. It actually is that that deepness and that depth of understanding too, you know, because you're really focused in on, you know, people may not be ready for the kind of work that I'm doing and it's okay. You know, a lot of times it's me training my staff to let it go. You know, those clients are just not ready for us. They came to us thinking that maybe this was a backdoor into weight loss and know, you know, that people need to understand and maybe they'll come back. But, you know, at least they know, okay, at least they were up front. Orozco Nutrition and staff, they were up front. They were telling me, hey, this is probably not what you're needing. That has really helped a lot. And here's the other thing too. It has really helped. I thought one of my biggest fears was that a lot of the physicians that refer clients to us, not that that's our biggest uh, source of referrals for our practice. No, but those relationships um, are important for sure. Those, those are really important. I was afraid that physicians would see us like, oh, we don't care about a person's health. And on the contrary, a lot of our clients were telling the physicians, oh, man, I've really, you know, my blood pressure's improved. My blood sugar's improved. I'm sleeping more. I have more energy. I have my mood is improved. And, you know, it's been echoed on a regular basis. And I've had physicians call me and say, hey, what is it that you're doing? Talk to me a little bit because I've sent my clients before to weight loss programs and they've never come back with something like this, you know? So that's another big improvement that's been happening. And then my podcast, uh, One Small Bite, I really, again, same thing. I've focused in on the avatar and I pushed away all of those other things. I was trying to get in specialists and these kind of people in. And I was like, no, no, no. People want to hear the science of nutrition. They want to hear the trials and tribulations of what our avatar is going through, which is what they're going through. And it really helped me niche down into a subset within the anti-diet world that really honed in our message and our story a lot, which was fantastic, you know? And that actually helped me put more copy onto our website that really resonated that story quite a bit too. So those are uh, other improvements. And the other thing too that happened is that my team is so much more on board. You know, they, they are excited because we have a vision, we have a mission. It's just really helped out quite a bit in that regard with getting my team on the same sheet of music. Before, it was like, well, do we do this or were we doing that? So that's really helped stabilize quite a bit. So, I mean, I've got a lot more things that I can tell you about too, but... (laughs) No, David, this is... I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You know, I think this is another example. And this is why I love these Where Are They Now episodes because it takes time to get here. It takes time and it takes some struggle. It takes a little bit of uncomfort, but all the best things happen outside of your comfort zone. Can you remind us when you started your practice and how long it's... like? I want to just help people understand how long it took us to get here because it didn't happen overnight for sure. But when it does happen, it becomes so much worth it. So when when did you start? I officially started the TD Wellness brand in 2014. I mean, I was in practice since 2006. I can't remember when our episode was. Was a year or two ago? (laughs) No, 2020, yeah. And so that took six years to kind of get to the point at which you had some specific advice that really, I mean, you, you're on a hockey stick curve now, right? You're, you, you've reached that inflection point. And I think too many people give up at year two, year three, or even year four. I wanted to throw in the towel. Right, exactly. And I hope this encourages everybody to, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, because you are on Ask Pat, you're able to grow now, but you reached out and you got some help and you got some advice, you got some person to tell you what it was like on the outside. And then 
you know, I didn't tell you all the things you should do. I got you started there. And then, then you went out and found the branding person to really nail down your brand, which was amazing. That is a huge thing. And then now you build a team around, like, this is incredible. What do you envision or what do you think is going to happen from this point forward? Tell me what your vision is for the business now that you have uh, had this first inflection point. Well, I'm so glad that you, you, you mentioned that. I, I've read several books and I have to also give you lots of cred here because SPI Pro has helped me significantly. I mean, that community has really, the mastermind group that I'm a part of, Team Leachy, go Team Leachy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have been fantastic, you know, being very inspirational and, you know, accountability there too. You know, I'm glad that you're asking me this question because by consolidating, niching down, focusing in on our, my true audience, and then reading books like uh, Rocket Fuel and Vision, I think it was Michael Hyatt, is a visioning or visioner. Vision-driven leader, yeah. Yeah, vision-driven leader, thanks. I really have been able to focus on the five and the 10-year plan. So where my team and I are going is... I've got this five-year plan where I'm going to try to get down to less than five consults a week, really focusing on enhancing the podcast and bringing on sponsors finally, monetizing it a little bit more or a lot more, and then developing group programs, online programs, and classes. And the good thing is that I'm finally starting to give that off to people, which is, oh, I'll tell you, that is really hard to do. Oh, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> to, tr <laughs> to trust people to do it like I do it, you know? It's like, oh. But then you realize when they do it, they're doing it better than you. You're like, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> Dude, the words right out of my mouth. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my five-year plan is to get to what both my wife and I are making currently so that she has the option. Now, I, I think I told you this the last time. She has the option to do whatever she wants, but give her the cushion to really do whatever she wants now. And she has a very good career. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to be doing a lot of this stuff. So five-year plan, 10-year plan is to write more books and to be on the speaking circuit more and, and lay back and just sell the business and, and be in a place where I can travel a lot more with the family and do a lot more with the family. But we're doing that now, not just waiting 10 years from now. So there's a lot of things that we're doing now that uh, like more flexible hours and scheduling, you know, giving off more work to, to other people and hiring more staff. And, and so that's really the, the focus. And I do have one question for you, one piece of advice, though, sure. in, along with all this. And this is the big one, because after reading Rocket Fuel and other books, I do see myself more as the vision type, not the integrator. Not like your, your Matt. I need, or at least I think I need an integrator. You need a Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt's fantastic. Matt Garland, uh, he's just amazing. What's the best way, should I, what's the best way to get an integrator? I, you know, I think that an integrator is just really expensive. And I, I really, honestly, I can't afford it right now. But gosh, how do I do that? That's, that's where I think I have my, my biggest problem right now is... How do I get to get an integrator in, in the team? Yeah, this is a great question. And the book that David referenced, uh, Rocket Fuel, is amazing in helping define 
truly what the visionary is and the integrator in each of their different roles. Integrator has different titles now in today's world. Online business manager is, is one or OBM as we sometimes hear. The way that Matt and I got working together was in fact on a project-based basis first. And it was after understanding that he was able to truly help me define a project that I had in my head to actually execute on it and manage it and organize it. That's when I knew that I was going to hopefully bring him on board one day. And that's a, uh, that's exactly what happened. So starting on a project-based basis first could, could be really amazing as far as, you know, inching your way there and not having to, you know, spend six figures a year on somebody right away but maybe lead into that in a way where that becomes obvious that that would be a, uh, an investment with an ROI like it has been for Matt. Another way to go about it would be to promote from within. You might find with the team that you currently have that there's going to be people who seem to just nail the organization and could grow into that, especially when you consider that somebody who knows the business already is obviously the best kind of person to know how to then run or manage a lot of those parts of the business. So those would be two things. It's not going to be a find a person tomorrow, boom, kind of thing, but it could be something like that leads into that later. So I, I hope that helps. The project base wasn't something that I even considered, but that's that's a really good idea. <laughs> I really, but as far as the working from within, I, I, I am training one of my employees to be a clinical supervisor. And that's going to help a lot with onboarding new clinicians and training and interns and stuff like that. That's going to help a lot. So I, I like that you're saying that too. Well, thank you, David, for coming on and giving us an update. I have goosebumps thinking about your growth and the growth that's coming. And I'm excited for everybody listening who's getting inspired by this as well. One more time, where can people go to check out your business? It should be known now because it's such a good brand name, but tell us one more time. It's website and everything social, OrozcoNutrition.com is the website and Orozco Nutrition Social. And I just want to add, Pat, man, I really appreciate all your help. Uh, Smart Passive Income, SPI Pro, the courses that I've taken from you, they have really, really helped me significantly. And so just big hug to you, my friend. I think that you don't realize sometimes how much it makes. Well, you might, but it, it just, it, your tutelage has helped significantly. So I appreciate it. Thank you, David. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, you've mentioned SPI Pro a couple of times. If anybody wants to apply in the next round for the next wave of students to come in there, smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. And you can hang out with David and me and the rest of the team and the hundreds of others too. So uh, thank you, David. Well done. And we'll catch up with you again in the future. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. Whew, I hope you enjoyed that catch up with David. David, always so fun. An absolute pleasure. Thank you again for being a part of SPI Pro. And, you know, without even asking for it, mentioning SPI Pro, it really means a lot to me and the team. And I look forward to seeing you in there. And again, SPI Pro, you can find at smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. But David's business, you should check out orozconutrition.com. That's O-R-O-Z-C-O nutrition.com. A beautiful website. You can see just how it's structured and it's really cool. I mean, right before we recorded this, I went to tdwellness.com, which was the former website and brand, and I saw this and I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to chat with David about this. And I'm so glad we did. It was well worth it, and I hope it was worth your time as well. So David, keep up the great work, well done, and let's keep going. Looking forward to catching up with you in pro and also here potentially on Ask Pat again in the future. So until then, and until the next episode, make sure y'all hit subscribe because we have another Where Are They Now episode coming next week. We're doing this all this month as we lead into 2022 to inspire you, to get you to take action and to hopefully not just make resolutions, but take resolutions, right? Take resolution. And then the next episode is episode 1200. 
That is insane. 1,200 episodes of Ask Pat. Couldn't be more grateful for the time here and couldn't be more grateful because Ask Pat wouldn't be Ask Pat if it wasn't for people who are asking Pat or asking me or being here and allowing myself to coach uh, and, and, and having us share that as well. So thank you to everybody who has been a guest on the show. Thank you to everybody who's been coached on the show, everybody who's left a question for the show in the first 1,000 episodes, and for you, the listener. You mean the world to me. Thank you so much. I'm here to serve. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode. Till then, peace out. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.